Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, December 18th. Early National Signing Day has come to a close. I guess you could still sign if you wanted to. Uh, if you haven't signed your uh, financial aid agreement yet, you can do that now and fax it in if you know where my fax machine is. Yeah, they're slim to none, so you better find one now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, all high schools and colleges still have them, which is interesting. Yeah, that baffles me. Yeah. I feel like you can just email it, scan it. Yeah, I think scanning's. I, see, that's what I don't understand is how is scanning not become more popular now? Like, yeah, why don't you just email it to them? Right. I don't, whatever. That it's a tradition, you know, that lives on somehow, some way. But I kind of like it, honestly. Is that like, like faxes will never die just because of National Signing Day? Right? I feel like that's the only reason they're alive. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I know. It's you. I just really hope that the one that like each school has is that old one that's like, you know, the signal comes through and that's like. You know, yeah, it makes the printer sound after that. The because yeah. it, it's like at, at work, people are like, "Oh, I faxed that in." I'm like, "Okay, well, um, thanks. Um, I'll go try <laughs> to find it in this." We don't have a fax machine, so it's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> and uh, and I look at their birthday, and it's like 1940 something. Right. Oh, okay, <laughs> I get it. Sense. Yeah, you fax that. The people who still hit reply all to emails are the same people who still fax things. Yes, so. Yep. That, that's exactly it. Don't be that person in the office that replies all to the whole building. <laughs> Especially when it's not even close to information that everyone needs. Yep. Um, we do have a great episode. We are going to talk about National Signing Day and how Tennessee rounded out the class. It's uh, it, it actually finished. I feel like, I mean, I feel like the Vols could have done better through um, recruiting. But at the end of the day, at the end of today, I feel like they they did the best they could. Yeah, it was a solid class. So, and it, yeah, and it's going to end up with a solid class and could still technically get better, a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about all that, though, when we talk about recruiting. The uh, basketballs are north in Ohio right now. We'll, we'll preview that Cincinnati game um, for you guys. Uh, tip off here in just a few minutes, and then, then we'll talk some, some other college football and NFL. Before we do all that, though, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends at Commercial Bank. Guys, Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank. They are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com and find a branch near you. Guys, go check out Commercial Bank, cbtn.com, find a branch near you. Any financial needs you may have, they can help you every step of the way. Yeah, for sure. Yep, Use yep, card. Yep. Go go check out Commercial Bank. Let's jump right. Let's uh, let's jump right into early signing day. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the Vols had. I mean, for the most part, the day was uh unadventurous. I guess is what you'd say. But then there were some. There were a few that that everybody was on the edge of their seat, edge of the seat for, and we yeah. got we got everyone in question, right? Yeah, anybody that you really thought you had a chance with today, you locked that down. Which is awesome. I don't think that's – which, I mean, maybe it's kind of says something about who we were in the mix with. But I don't remember, you know, a day like that in a while, which, you know, it's probably a bittersweet thing. When when somebody doesn't fake your commitment and and sign with somebody else, that's that's always a good day. When you're able to get through that, no one throws your hat, Quay Walker – no one has a shirt on with Tennessee and takes it off, and it's a Florida shirt. No one did that. It's, right. So, yeah, today's a good day. So, but I, I don't want to talk about too much about other teams, but I do want to talk about, just real quick, the big surprise in Rakeem Jarrett going to Maryland. It's weird. What the crap? 
Yeah, and last night I don't know if you you saw this, but he he said I'm not signing tomorrow. I won't sign until February, and they're like everybody's like, oh, you know, that, that could be huge. And he was like, oh, it's not because I don't want to, it's because my school won't let me. Well, this morning a guy from his school signed. So you're like, what? Interesting. Yeah. See, I, I, did, Maryland. I did see that. And I didn't know what he meant by school. Like, did he mean LSU wouldn't let him? His high school. Or is, that's what I was unsure yes, of. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So apparently they would so not let him. Did sign he end him. up signing with Maryland? He, apparently he did. <laughs> he said, it, it said hashtag signed. So I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's weird. I mean, it is, he is staying at home. Yeah. But it's still a weird flip. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't happen to us. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's let's get into us now. What's your we'll, – we'll go through everyone we've gotten here soon. But I yeah. do want to – who's your biggest surprise or, like, the one that you were like, that was a must-get, we got him, we're feeling good? I think my must-get was – I mean, obviously Tyler Barron just because he is in Knoxville. But I think Morvin Joseph, you know, you can't have enough pass rushers – you get one. It's hard to get guys out of the state of Florida. You're right. able to do that and get a pass rusher, a position of need, because um, you lose Darrell Taylor. I think that's huge. Yeah. Because going into it, you thought, you know, maybe Florida State had the momentum because he went on that surprise visit with them. He was feeling good after he went to Tennessee, but then, you know, gave that staff with Norvell a shot, and you thought maybe they would he would recommit to FSU. But right. he did not. No. All ball, baby. No, that was the – He all, signed it. He's in. Yeah. You can't take it back. He's not someone that just committed today. We, we're yeah. good there. Um, well, you can't have an annulment. Is is that what it's called when – like, yeah, as soon as I, you get I guess married? you – there's ways around it, but it's very rare. So Yeah. <laughs> as long as they don't brass brown this situation, we're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like what you said about – I mean, I agree with both. The Baron one was important for several reasons, but I think the biggest one was that kind of we talk about building, you know – strengthening your borders and not letting guys like that out of the state of Tennessee, not out of Knoxville. Yeah. But then, yeah, the Morvin, jo- the Joseph signing was, was huge too, uh, for its own set of similar reasons, but also its own set of reasons. Yeah. And then one of the bigger, like surprises, I, I, I who knows, I, I have faith in this staff was Jimmy holiday. Yeah. I mean, anybody with that speed is going to immediately get your attention. Oh, I was joking. Absolutely. I ran into your dad earlier today and I was joking with him. When you run, when you have speed like that, you get offered immediately. Like, you run a 40 like that in front of a college coach, you're offered right there. Right on the spot. And yep. if it's not the head coach, the assistant's calling the head coach and going, this guy just ran a 4 Hey, man, two. this kid, can, uh, he caught a football and he runs a 4-3. He runs a 4-3? All right, yeah, yeah, go ahead and offer him. Offer him. him. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about that speed, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say he's the next Juwan Jennings, but the last quarterback we had play wide receiver. Yeah, and I really <laughs> like that pickup. I mean, it, it's exciting because, like, you don't really have to rely on him to be the face of your class because yeah. you kind of have that guy in Harrison Bailey. Mm. Um, but it's a guy that you're going to give an opportunity to play quarterback. He's a guy that can make plays in space um, and, and take it the distance. So you can put him wherever. You can put him at, you know, being that direct snap quarterback, maybe using him as, you know, Georgia used Justin Fields his freshman year. Yeah. I mean, that obviously didn't work out. but Hopefully you know, more than how they used him. Right, yeah. I mean, but he was used in that similar where right. if they needed a first down, they're going to get it with Justin Fields. Right, and I'm looking through his offer list now, Jimmy Holidays. He got offered by Dartmouth, an Ivy League school. So, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I was I, out of Mississippi, and Mississippi is a weird place to recruit anyway with all the JUCOs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if he was just a guy that kind of flew under the radar. I mean, I hope that'd TCU be nice. had him. Yeah. Um, we were able to, to flip and that. Did I read correctly that FSU was kind of late getting there? FSU they were offered him, I think, last week, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he is. I mean, anybody with that kind of speed is going to make somewhat of an impact, hopefully a bigger impact. Hopefully he's got more than just the speed. Um, but, no, I just thought him popping up, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, And then, mm-hmm. you know, you start reading the intangibles, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's going to have to – you know, get better at passing. But, I mean, just them giving him a shot to play quarterback, I think that's what sold him to come to Tennessee. He just wanted a shot. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, he can play receiver like Jawan Jennings did. Yeah. Or any, apparently anywhere. Staff. <laughs> yeah, the staff anything. will put him anywhere. Yeah. The, guy, the kid could be kicking a football next year but if I they mean, need him to. Jim Chaney went to his house with a playbook and, like, went over the ways they could use him. And that that sold him. Yeah. That's, that's Jim Chaney loves to use athletes. That's my favorite thing about Jim Chaney. Yeah. And – Somebody made a joke about him slobbering at the speed. I mean, he is. He oh, is yeah. Loving this. Yep. Um, do you want to go? I mean, you can talk about someone else in depth, or do you just want to, real quick, just read off? Several, yeah, guys I'll, I'll, I'll go over the rest of the guys today. since we kind of we kind of went over Morvin Joseph, Tyler Barron. Um, would Tyler Barron, I think he always wanted to be at Tennessee, but he won his day. Yeah. He, he wanted, you know, I, I think he liked the recruitment. He liked going to different places, but in all in all, I think it was always Tennessee. And his dad's the – I didn't know this till today. His dad's the head of high school relations? Is yeah. That right? Is that he's the title? On, he's some sort of player personal role. I think it's more recruiting. Okay. Because I think he – I think what I read was high school relations. Like he's – Okay. I think yeah. he's dealing with – yeah. I'm not sure. I can look he, up. he does some on-the-field coaching oh, too. Oh, he does? Okay. Um, I don't know if it's sort of like an analyst gotcha. type – thing but i know he's on the practice field a lot too okay um but yeah lenith whitehead was a was a big one tennessee is going to give him the opportunity to play running back he wants to play running back um will he stay at running back very long i probably don't think so um but a solid athlete can run is big he's a three-time state champion shot put um (laughs) and i think he was ranked number three in the nation Mm mm-hmm in high school, at one point, I don't know if that's still the case, but at one point where I read today, he was a th- the number three ranked shot putter in the nation. I saw, yeah, I saw where he either won state or went to state two or three times. Yeah. So. Um, also, Patrick Abernathy is officially listed as player development. Okay. This is his official title um, on the staff. So. Yeah. Um, that's his dad, right? I read that correctly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's his dad. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to end up at linebacker, but. You know, I like – and it's right in the heart of Athens, Georgia, and I love that. <laughs> going and getting the guys from there. Love that. But he's also going to play – he's also going to do track. He's going to walk on the track team. And, I mean, if you're that good at shot put, I mean, do that too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, I mean, it can really only help you. I don't think throwing – it can't take that much time where you're not able to focus on football. Especially, like, yeah, I mean, tossing heavy stuff around and going to – like you said, that's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, and then Reginald Perry, 6'6", 300 pounds. Dude, his size. We've we've had two guys in this class that that size is just baffling. Yes. I mean, it's awesome. Yep. Big Alabama guy. You can't have too many defensive linemen, especially <laughs> in the SEC. You can't have too many guys on offense and the defensive line. No. That's when that's where games are won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then 6'6", six, six, th- I mean, that's he plays basketball, dual sport athlete. They said he, had, they said he moves good on the basketball court, yeah. too. Yeah. Which is insane for someone who's – over 300 pounds. I'm sure Rick Barnes could turn him into a, a draft pick. Probably. He'd have to slim up for Rick Barnes, though. Rick Barnes wants you in shape and cut. 
Yeah. And he'll get you that way too. Yeah. <laughs> if you're willing to put in the work, he'll get you that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he's going to be a similar build to uh, Darrell Middleton in a way. You know, they, I mean, the, athletic the, the size wise tell, tells you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was happy with the day, you know, we tweeted out kind of the recruiting big board and we got five of the guys we thought we'd get. And then, you know, the other three, Jay Hardy, DeMarcus Beckwith, D Beckwith and Darnell Washington. And we don't really know um, right. about Darnell Washington, where he signed. Apparently he signed today. We don't know where he's supposed to announce at the All-American game. And Jay Hardy and DeMarcus Beckwith are going to wait to sign in February. So they don't want this thing to be over with. They wanted all the, the calls to stop, all the texts to stop. They would have ended it today. Yeah. They're still looking around. So that, that door for Tennessee is open with both of those guys, yeah. especially Jay Hardy. Yeah, I'm, I, the Jay Hardy situation is interesting. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yep. And I, so do you understand this? Like, could he technically sign tomorrow? Or is it his early national signing? Because, like, after February, you could sign February until football camp. Mm-hmm. Is I there, think the early signing period is the, these three days. Okay, so if you don't sign in this window, you can't until February. I think if you don't sign, you have to. You can just show up on campus. Okay, so early signing day is until January, and then after that, you can't sign until February again. Right. On. Okay, yep. gotcha. That makes sense. I was just curious if you knew the yep. the actual logistics around that. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I like this class so far. I think we're ranked ninth on um, rivals and fifteenth in two four seven. I'm not, not going to mention ESPN because they're just <laughs> terrible. Um, but I think we, you know, with, we talked about checking boxes and, and, you know, getting needs, but I think we recruited winners. We did certainly do that towards the end of it too. Yeah. I mean, guys that just like, you look at Jalen Hyatt, Dutch Fork was the number nine team in the country at the end of the year. He only lost one game in high school. In four years, he lost one game. Insane. St. Francis, uh, Dominic Dominic Bailey, they're the number four team in the country. Um, Marietta, they won a state title. Harrison Bailey, he's playing um, in is in Vegas. Yeah. Yes, I forgot who they're playing. They're playing like a um, big, a big high profile team. I don't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, they're the number eleven team. East St. Louis, where Jamonte Spragans goes, they're the number sixty nine team in the country. Maryville, number 59, T-Hawks. Say, don't forget about Maryville football. Yeah. State title. So, these guys have won. They know they know how to win. They they don't know how to lose. <laughs> so, guys, if you have guys that don't know how to lose, you don't lose to BYU and Georgia State. Yeah. They're going to be real pissed off if they do. Yep. St. Yep. John's Bosco, I think. Oh, they play St. John's Bosco? They're the number one team in the country. Well, it's the top four teams that are that will be at this Las Vegas thing. No, that's not. Oh, right. not no, because Marietta is the number eleven team in the country. So the top four that accepted it, probably. Well, surely St. John's Bosco. Because St. John's Bosco and Matter Day, they're in this. They're in. They're both in California. They're like the number one, number two teams in the country. Yeah. Uh, I thought they. Uh, I mean, surely St. John's St. John's Bosco flies around the country to play. Surely they'll accept to this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about this challenge. I didn't realize it was like an actual. Thing. Yeah, I I was surprised when I saw an extra game on Marietta's schedule. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I thought I thought they did. I thought the national championship thing was just like they just crowned a national championship. I didn't realize. Yeah, this may be new too. I don't I don't know anything about this. Yeah, yeah. When you recruit winners, you probably get guys that come from good programs. Um, 
And we went and recruited guys that come from good programs in this state. Innsworth, Briarcrest. They play, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Loun, Lownids High School. That can't be pronounced right. That's that's who they played in the state title. Oh, it says they haven't played yet. Okay. Yeah, that's who they played in the state title. Um, well, Max Preps and their own Marietta BlueDevilFootball.com is not updated. There you go. Update it. Yeah. It, it, like I said, no, it's worth. I'm with you. Go get winners. I mean, it's if you have a five star off the crappy team, you have a five star. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I'm with you. Because also, that's... if you get, you know, four or five stars off of state championship, national championship teams, like you said, they're not used to losing. Like it's just a different mentality with some of those guys. Yeah, and they have leadership qualities. Um, I was talking about guys in state like. Innsworth, you went got Keyshawn Lawrence, Briarcrest, you got Amari Thomas, Jabari Small, Whitehaven, you got that Whitehaven trio. You know, winning programs in the state of Tennessee, you know, not probably not high profile teams like I mentioned earlier, but you got winning programs, guys yeah. that are winners, guys that have competed for state titles, competed for championships, and they're they're wanting to build something here. Right. So there so, is a high school football national championship that's just awarded to someone. It's voted on by it's voted on by US Today and National Prep. Mm. It's like I guess like an AP poll. AP poll. Yeah, it's probably gonna be St. John's Bosco. Yeah. So I got I guess this this fairly new. I'm trying to look for it. Is it in Las Vegas? Is that, I don't I don't know where it's at. I thought I remember reading Vegas somewhere. Yeah, I mean, congrats to all the recruits. You know, signing is a big deal. Yeah. No, it is absolutely. It's a it's a big deal. It's you know it, it's a very tough decision, but when you know and you know that's today is your day. Mm-hmm. So I I like how you know there wasn't really you saw some that were you know did the tease with the hat and kind of threw the hat and then took off the jacket or whatever. Um, but I kind of liked how our guys just you know put the hat on. Uh, so Tyler Barons, I was watching live and the microphone was not working. No, oh. <laughs> for whatever reason. And then he had a gray Tennessee hat that was not very clear in the picture. And I was like, I don't know what school he just picked. So, like, I guess I'll just have to wait for people to tweet about it. Boom. <laughs> I was like, okay. You waited for that boom and emojis to, to pop up yeah, on the Yeah, I was like, I just clicked off it because I was like, could not understand what he was saying. The cheers were not any more, I feel like, than yeah. the other. So, I was like, all right, well. So, let, let's talk about, you You asked me what who you're most excited for. Who do you think is the steal of this class, in your opinion? The steal? Yeah. Maybe an underrated guy. Or not even underrated, just a steal. Who, who do you think is somebody that's not really been talked about? That Oh. I, dang it. You put me on the spot. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I, I'll, I'll say mine. Yeah, um, mine would be Javante Spragans just because, you know, he, he got a offering camp committed and stayed with that commit all the way. No matter what teams came calling, he said he was Tennessee was the only one that came in his house, the only one he'd answer calls for. Um, so I, I think that that would be huge. Um, like I said, he comes from a, a good time, a big time program in East St. Louis, um, in Illinois, and I, I, I like his size. I like his, you know, he just buries people into the dirt. Yeah. Um, so he he would be my steal. So far, I mean, there's others that you can mention, but I think Spragans would be the one for me. Uh, yeah, still, uh, hmm. still, I, I mean, 
you almost want to say guys like Lenneth Whitehead, who you mentioned was from Athens, but he was wasn't really like to Georgia. Um, yeah. But still, I mean, you had to battle him out for some other programs. Um, surprise! I mentioned Jimmy uh, or uh, uh, Holiday. Yeah. I mean that. Like I said, that was a surprise. I guess my surprise one. Um, I feel like Jalen Hyatt, for how good he is, has been not talked about a lot. Yeah, he he would probably like be. He's, he's very underrated for me, just because. Like he's underrated, but he's not underrated. I don't know. I feel like all the recruiting websites have him. Seems like probably rated correctly, but he hadn't. I mean, maybe because Tennessee was there pretty early on. Yeah, and it he was seems just like all of all and got he hadn't been t- talked to by any other schools. Mm-hmm. And it's very strange to me. So yeah, I think I think he just kind of shut that down once he committed to Tennessee. Yeah. It was just kind of over at that point. I also like the Keyshawn Lawrence getting Keyshawn Lawrence out of Nashville. Uh, I feel like guys like that we have not gotten out of somewhere like yeah. Nashville or mm-hmm. Memphis or Chattanooga. Somewhere not that's. Knoxville, Tennessee. So yeah. getting, I mean, that was pretty early on too. I feel like that was pretty instrumental, and in, you know, just like Harrison Bailey to, you know, to to get guys like that. So who do you think the most important guy in this class is? I think most important, uh, either. I, I think I f- Harrison Bailey is definitely. I feel like Harrison Bailey is the easy answer, and it's got to yeah, be the answer, right? I also feel like the turning. What felt like the turning point. And it's because it was three guys were the, was the Whitehaven trio. Yeah, I would agree with that. That yeah. was a turning point. It helps that it was three guys and ones. It wasn't one guy that just had to go and get guys around him. And those three went together. And so yeah, that definitely made it easy. But yeah, and I, I'm really excited about that trio because you know it, it's position of needs. It looks like Tamari McDonald's going to play that star position, so a versatile, you know, DB slash linebacker guy that comes off the edge and stuff like that. And then you have middle linebackers in. Um, French and, and Bryson and Eason, who I think are going to get playing time. It might just be on special teams, but I think they're going to get playing time very early. Yeah. Just, just watching, you know, their their film, just watching them fly to the football, I'm I'm really excited about that Whitehaven trio. Yeah, I, I am too. They look they look pretty – those guys are pretty underrated too. I mean, they had some SEC offers, but not a ton. Uh, at one point, I don't remember which one said it, but that said if they had all had – all had offers from uh, – Arkansas, that's where they would have committed. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, anything else? Sorry for the. I would say another guy that's underrated is Cooper Mays. Um, he, he's just kind of like been Cade's brother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's made a name for himself. He went to that. He was kind of just a center, a three star center from Catholic. And then he went to the opening and just blew up. Yeah. And, you know, then Georgia got involved. I I, I think they kind of talked to him, but you know he was dead set on going to Tennessee. So I, I think Tennessee's got a real good player with Cooper Mays, a guy that played through injury injuries this year, and um, and I I, I think he's going to be. He has good genes too. I mean, <laughs> great obviously. genes. Yeah. Do you see their little brother? Uh-oh. The Austin Price tweeted picture of. He's four years old and like eighty. He's humongous. Like. Like he looks like a lineman, broad shoulders, eighty pounds. I eighty think. pounds I think at four so. years old. Jesus Christ! He's massive. There's high schoolers that aren't even eighty <laughs> pounds. Know, right? So apparently, this state championship bowl series is just one game. I thought it was a tournament, like a semifinal tournament. Mm-hmm. But I know one of the teams in Hawaii, right? One, there's a team from Hawaii. They're playing St. Thomas Aquinas, and then from Florida, and then Marietta's playing Eastside Catholic from Semish, Washington, hmm. Sammamish. Samamish? I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. So it's just one game. It's not, not a tournament. Yeah. So you don't. It's not even like a national championship thing. 
But it's at Bishop Gorman High School. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe don't play Harrison. <laughs> I thought it was. Nat- I thought he's playing for a national championship. Well, <laughs> mm. I mean, not still, a meaningless bowl game. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it is. It, it's a it's a New Year's Six bowl though, so we're good. <laughs> it is a New Year's Six bowl. Yeah. Play it, it, it's play. it's yeah. It's worth it's playing true. in. It's true. It's true. Um. Do you have anything else for recruiting? Are you ready to? No, I mean we we signed everybody um, besides Darian Williamson and and Kyrie Miller that were already committed. Um, I guess they're pushing. I know they're Kyrie waiting. Miller is pushing it back to February. February I guess now. Darren Williamson is doing the same thing. So, gotcha. I, I I don't think that was. I think that was very mutual. Um, because spots are limited, mm-hmm. and if you go sign Washington Hardy Beckwith. You might not have a spot for both of those guys. Right. Right. Just we'll see it. how it plays out yep. for the next month month, yep. and, month and a half. Um, I guess almost two months total. Uh, oh, I, I love the emphasis on speed. Yeah, we're getting faster. We're yeah. getting faster. Bigger, faster, and stronger. Yeah. And it, it's, it's nice to see. That's how you compete with the top teams in the SEC is you go get faster guys, guys that are able to take a hitch 80 yards to the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have guys – in this class, three of them, maybe. I think maybe Callaway runs a four four, but the Jalen Hyatt and you're Holiday right. run a four three. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly. So it's th- two guys under under four four, and then three guys at four four under. That's crazy. Yeah, because that's something we don't have. And, and a lot of those coaches, um, when Mike Keith and Charles Davis were, were talking, you know, they were talking. They kept talking about big playability. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Tennessee hasn't had in a while. Is yeah. big playability. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have it. Eric Gray showed some of that in the Vandy game. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I liked it. Hopefully we'll have that. Uh, let's get talking about the ten- Tennessee. I can almost combine Tennessee and Cincinnati there. Tennessee and Cincinnati game tonight. It's going to be a 7 p.m. tip off. Before we jump in and tell you all, talk to you all about that game. I'm going to tell you all about 865 axe throwing. It is a one of a kind experience. It's perfect for date nights, birthdays, anniversaries. Friends night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, 865 axe throwing where locals hang out. It's the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have friendly, knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. Their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jinga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family, friendly, farm, fun. Guys, go check them out on Facebook and Twitter. 865-AXE-THROWING. And a little extra. You can check in online now. But now at check-in, you can also use promo code More Important Issues and get $5 off. Hmm. Go do that today. Go check them out. I heard it's a lot of fun. We still got to do it. Everyone that's done it, I've heard they've had a great time. So, definitely going to have to go go check it out soon. Cincy. Cincy. We're a one-and-a-half point favorite. Dang. Yeah. They're they're not very good. They took our uh, Memphis, our ugly loss to Memphis to heart. Yep. The, the they are, they are not good. Las Vegas, but they're probably going to be hungry and play their best game because they're coming off losses to Xavier and Colgate. And then, did you watch the end of that Colgate game? I did not. No. So you don't know what happened? No. So uh, Cincinnati has since it uh, Cincinnati inbounds the ball tied, I believe, and uh, with like two seconds left, dude just chucks like a three quarters of the court shot up, just dicking around. Chucks it up, comes off the rebound, and one of his buddies trying to get the rebound, one of his teammates trying to get the rebound, fouls Colgate, who's in the bonus. So they go to the free throw line, make one of two, and win 67-66. to <laughs> Yeah. 
It was the ugliest loss. That's hilarious. Of it. I mean, like, I don't know. Who knows what would have happened in overtime? I didn't see how each of them was playing, so I don't know. But, like, surely well, they wouldn't have lost that way. It, it's a good thing that Colgate didn't get that close to us. They only be, We only beat them by seven in the first round of the yeah. tournament last year. So, Right. Yeah, I, I don't think Cincinnati's very good at, at all. We just need to get back to playing basketball, playing good, clean basketball. Yeah, I don't I mean, think it's really anything Cincinnati's going to do. They have a guy that's seven foot one, but I mean, Fulgerson's been playing well. Fulgerson's played well. Uh, I got and Kumwa's playing games. better, yep. not up to up to Fulgerson's standards yet, but you know he's he's playing better. So we've got our big man presence is getting there a mm-hmm. little bit, um, and I just don't think that seven. I mean, the seven one size is going to hurt you a little bit, but I don't think he's as good as Florida State's seven footers. Yep. So. Um, the uh, I like what you said about us just playing. It's going to be can, you know, can Lamonte just play better basketball tonight? Can Bowden play better? If they, I mean, the team is going to go as far as those two guys go. Two guys go. No one's going to be able to really do. I mean, Josiah Jordan James played the best game he's played all year, and he's just not going to be able to carry the team like Lamonte can and Bowden can. It's yeah. just not possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. It's it's as far as this as Bowden and Lamonte play tonight. That's as far as we go. Yeah, and they're shooters, so they're going to come out and shoot. If you're not able to knock down some of those shots, go to the basket. Right. Get to the free throw line. Get some easy baskets. Get get that seven-foot guy in foul trouble. He has 9.3 rebounds per game. Get him in foul trouble. Get him out of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, we got to drive him, especially if he starts committing fouls early. We can't let him off the hook. We got to go out. Yeah, I mean. And that goes for anybody that's in foul trouble, too. We, we, just, we just let teams dictate what we do. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking it to them, be yeah, be aggressive, be aggressive, be be aggressive, be, be aggressive. aggressive. Yeah, it's it's that easy. Yeah, Is, that should be the new um, chant in the student section, right? Be they need something. They yeah. need something bad. I, I mean, the taco's done too. So you're <laughs> if it's close, I worry because since I mean, other than that game against Colgate, Cincinnati's played three games in overtime. Oof. Hopefully it's not too. They're, so we're one and a half point favorite. ESPN's Basketball Power Index has Cincinnati with a fifty three point nine percent chance of winning. So they technically, according to ESPN, have a better chance of winning than us. We're we're up to minus two spread. The, the line's moving right now. It's a seven o'clock game, and Barnes is playing for his seven hundredth win. Just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, it would have been really nice for Barnes to get that win on Saturday. Uh-huh. It's very unfortunate. Yep. And I'm not. I don't want. I'm still hurt by that loss. I'll be honest. Yeah, because we should have won about ten or fifteen points. Yeah, I'm still hurt. That That game's about to come on soon. Here, just uh, fourteen minutes. Yeah. So, do we want to get through this? Yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Uh, Let me do. Let me do a little uh, another ad. Quick ad read for you, real quick. I'll I'll get through this. As a true football fan, you already know. Just as sure as the seasons change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Guys, we're almost we're we're almost all the way through the NFL season. Playoff time is the best time to get into the game with my bookie. It's the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, try parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching football games from the couch with nothing to gain, my bookie wants to get you in on the action right now. The best part is if you join, my bookie will double, you heard me, double your first deposit. If you put down $1,000, they will give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. 
Just use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm ready to bet on some bowl games. I'm ready to. Let's get it. I'm ready to win some money on some bowl games. So let's let's talk about some bowl games. I guess we'll try to get through as many as we can get to until our next episode. We yeah, really... so I've got eight until our next episode. And that's Wednesday, right? Are we doing – I assume Sunday. Sunday's going to be our next episode? Uh, Wednesday would be hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot today's Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday will be our next episode. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, but I've got Buffalo over Charlotte and the Makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. I'm going to go Charlotte. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Charlotte as well. Charlotte as Buffalo's well. Buffalo's are a six-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to go Charlotte, yeah. Uh, Utah State versus Kent State in the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Mm, that's hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Utah State on that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Utah State as well. They're the, they're the Aggies, yes. Yeah. Jordan Love, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Michigan versus San Diego State in the New Mexico Bowl. It's not a very interesting name for a bowl game. No. I need more. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Central Michigan. I'm going Jim McElwain and Quentin Dormandy for the win. Okay. I'm not. I'm going to go San Diego State because the logo, man. There you go. Uh, Liberty versus Georgia Southern in the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. That's kind of bland, too. Yeah. Mortgage. Who are you taking? I'm going to go I'm gonna go Liberty. I'll go. Yeah, I'm going to go Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Yep. Liberty. Uh, it's freedom. Liberty's freedom. Yeah. SMU versus FAU in the Chair Bundy. Boca Raton Bowl. Bundy. Ooh. Um... I'm gonna go SMU. I think Florida State, Florida Atlantic is. I've got to be struggling right now. Yeah, right? kind of down that their the old coach is gone. Yeah, I've got. I think I'm gonna have to go with SMU too. Is what it a home SMU's game for like them? Now? Huh? It's a home game for them, right? Pretty. I mean, it's kind of right. Weird. Pretty much. It's kind of unfair, right? Um, Florida National and Arkansas State in the Camellia Bowl. Camellia Bowl. Yes, I'm gonna go. Let's go Ark State. Okay. I'll probably go Ark State, too. Yeah. In Montgomery, Alabama. Ugh. Yeah, that would be terrible. Ooh, that's not fun. I think Birmingham sucks. Whew. Go to go to Montgomery. Go to Mobile. Mobile's yeah, in Mobile. Yeah, Mobile, not Montgomery. Sorry. Wait, which, where is it at? Montgomery? It's Mobile? in Montgomery. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Boise State versus Washington. Cannot believe Washington's subject to this bowl. The Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. I just really should get to go to Vegas. Five. They're supposed to be good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Washington. I think Jacob Eason um, gets it done. I mean, God, okay. that's. I hope so. Boise State's ranked 19th. He needs to do something. He's only done for 2,900 yards. Mm. Pac-12. I mean, that's. I guess that's pretty good. I guess. <laughs> but I expected more. Right. No, you. I think everybody did. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, number 20, App State versus UAB. This is the winners of the Sun Belt and the. American Conference, I think. Yep. Uh, and the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Oh, they're in Mercedes Benz, right? Yeah. Okay. Just before the uh, Sugar Bowl. Um, I'll go App State. I think App State wins. I think UAB is pretty good, but I think App State wins. Okay, I think I'd take App State too. It's going to be a low scoring affair, in my opinion. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's that's it. it. That's all that's the bowl it. games until yeah. that's Friday. Those are. Uh, 
The only two on Friday are Buffalo and Charlotte and Utah State and Kent State. The rest are on Saturday. You can mm-hmm. catch that. Get, get all the football in you can because, yeah, I'm, mm. can't can't be doing. February sucks. February, especially like February coming off that football hop, and now we don't have the uh, what was it called, the AFL. Yeah, RP. So I used to love watching those in bars late at night. That was that was fun. Yeah, like after National Signing Day, which National Signing Day isn't as big in February anymore now, because eighty five percent sign in December. Right. So you don't even really have that to look forward to. Yeah. So yeah, boring. Yep. But the uh, XFL is coming back, right? Yeah, I don't. Is it this year or is it next year? I don't know. I don't. I really. Know. I don't know. I, I, pro- know. I like. I'll say I'll watch it. I probably won't. No, I definitely won't. Like, <laughs> I, I maybe watch like one game or like half a game because it's on in a bar. That's yeah. It. Yeah. That's it. Uh, do a little NFL power rankings. Yeah, number one. I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens as well. Number two, I got the Saints. Two also have the Saints. Three, the Patriots. Three, the Seahawks. Mm, okay, you're, you're way higher than the Seahawks than I am. I've got four of the 49ers. Four, I got the Chiefs. Okay, and then five, I've got the Seahawks. Five, I have the 49ers. I don't have the Pats in there at all. They'd probably be six, but I just don't like them. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really it. They're 11-3, and three, but, yeah, I just don't like them. There you go. Uh, we're about to get into our segments. We've got one more ad read for you all before the end of our show and before the uh, UT basketball game. Landon's going to tell us about our friends at Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, pun intended. If you can benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts, BlueChew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no more waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby, and prepares and ships direct. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you can get a special offer. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color. Dot com promo code or bluechew.com promo code armchair to try it for free just pay that five dollar shipping they're faster better cheaper go check them out blue chew oh yeah never know when that opportunity is going to arise never know never know or maybe you do know maybe you're one of those that only get once a week i'm sorry but then you can have blue chew there on standby that one night i felt attacked that wasn't at you <laughs> unless you feel like it's <laughs> If you, oh, it's one of those. If you feel like it's about you, it's, it's about, about you. Yeah, you. If you feel like you're getting called yeah. out, if you if you're feeling guilty, you you probably were. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna do our jumbotron first, I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we didn't really talk about that, but yeah, let's be good with that. Um, we're gonna do our best because it's bowl season. Our best bowl game names because we've oh. had some weird names over the years. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like five years ago, it was just like riddled with like the weirdest names. And then it's yeah. got, it's gotten better, but 
there for like a while. There were some weird ones. Um, I can go first because I just think it's hilarious that Papa John's. You, you think it's just the Papa John's Bowl, right? Yeah. Nope, the PapaJohns.com Bowl. Mm. So I guess the pizza didn't sponsor it, but the website did. I don't know. Like, how did you get to that point? Yeah, that's... Oof. I got one, kind of the same thing. Okay. Galleryfurniture.com Bowl. It's which it could not just be is, gallery furniture. Is gallery furniture like a thing? Like, is it like a chain? No clue. Furniture? I don't either. I don't really. They've not done a good job of. I think I've heard of gallery furniture. Was there one in Knoxville? Wait, what? I think there was a gallery furniture in Knoxville. Actually, I'm trying to think if I've heard of it, but I, I don't know because mm. I've heard of Papa John's. Yeah, never but, heard. So of like they did, furniture. they at least did a yeah. good job of like putting that in. You know, it might know. just be like a local chain in <laughs> Texas somewhere. Bowl, yeah. No clue. Uh, my next one is because they might be on the hot seat. Uh, SeaWorld Holiday Bowl. Oh. I don't understand why it's SeaWorld Holiday, though. Like, yeah. just SeaWorld, like, during the holidays bowl? It's very Maybe. strange. I don't, I don't know. SeaWorld during the holidays bowl. Yeah, that's Are you that's trying to SeaWorld or see the world? You're good. Your know. guess is as good as mine. I don't know. What you got for number two? I got the Beefo Brady's St. Petersburg Bowl. Stole mine. There's like eight B's. <laughs> it's just such a long Beefo Brady. I like Beefo, Beefo Brady's. Brady's. Too, so. Yeah, it could just be Beefo Brady's Bowl. That's kind of cool. Right. But St. Petersburg Bowl. Yeah. Who, who like, thank you. It's We didn't know it was already in St. Petersburg. Yeah. Thank you for helping us get or, there. Or like, we don't care. Right. Because we're probably not going to watch it anyway. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm glad I threw an honorable mention in there. I would have only had two because you stole my third. Sorry. No, you're sorry, good. Sorry, sorry. Um, this was an older one. It was the Gaylord's Hotel Music City Bowl. Oh, nice. So I like that one a lot because of Gaylord Fokker. <laughs> Your first <laughs> name's Gay? <laughs> it's just a classic line. Like, it's great. My next one would be the, the Poland Weed Eater Independence Bowl. No, the Poland? What? P, Palin? Palin? Okay. It's P-O-U-L-A-N. Poland, Palin? Poland, yeah. Poland, I think. Yeah. Maybe weed Palin. Bowl. I mean, it's just cool. Like, Weed Eater Bowl. That's funny. Oh, yeah, no. Be, especially, like, if it's played on turf, that'd be hilarious. That is good. I didn't think about <laughs> yeah. that. You don't even need a Weed Eater for this. Yeah. Just, just play. That's good. That's good. You got a stupidity? I think, only, I, I think I've only got one. I'll I think I only anymore. have one as well. Uh, mine goes to Larry Wilder. He's a Kentucky fan. That should not surprise you. Good for him. Uh, he said, every, talking about Tyler Barron, who we uh, signed today, everybody knew when UT gave Daddy a job, it was to get the son. Ten- Tennessee is still being Tennessee, da-da-da, sleazy. First off, if Tennessee was giving jobs to parents, I'd be 100% okay with that. I want to be clear about that. Second off, his dad's worked here for like the past four years, so that's just not the case. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, if we're trying to get four- and five-star guys and we're giving their parents jobs, dude, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're just mad because you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, no so one my, wants to live in Lexington. No, God, no. Mine is Ronald McTrumpstein. He said, did Joe Burrow cheat to win the 2019 Heisman Trophy by wussing out from Big Ten school where he couldn't get on the field and going to play an easier SEC school where the competition is a joke and half the opponents are from the FCS. So who is he talking about? Joe Burrow. Oh. So he's mad that he went to the SEC. Interesting. That's very... Yeah. That's pot calling surely the kettle. Th- surely this is like a joke. That's pot calling the kettle black right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That. 
Because Butch Jones teams could walk in and, and play a Big Ten team and beat the crap out of them. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's my only stupidity I've got. That's my only one, too. I, I do want to mention something. Did you see – so, there was a picture. I don't know who it was with, but it was like Matt Luke and Kirby Smart in the – Georgia locker room. <laughs> yeah, I did forget about that one. I screenshotted that one. And yeah. the welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, they're a couple miles from Atlanta to be saying welcome to Atlanta. Yeah, that's like us saying welcome to Nashville. Right. Because Georgia Tech's in Atlanta. That's like a rival for it's them. even Yeah, even more so. Yeah. So it'd be like us saying welcome to Nashville. Yeah. That's mm, dumb. Very dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> they don't even know where they're at. So don't go to that school. They don't. They don't yeah, have no. They're, they're not. Cure, they're not sure of their geography. You're not learning. Yeah, you're not learning any geography there. Yeah. Come to Tennessee. We we're decent at geography. Yeah, we teach it. Exactly. It's a class. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much for uh, for listening to the show. Get off here. Watch Rick Barnes and the boys uh, baptize some Cincinnati Bearcats. Thank you all for listening. Check us out iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We're even on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us. That's all we got. Bring the boat in. Go Vols. And we out.